Dum 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 da da dum dum da 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 Official spooky episode. Official, yeah. Billy mm-hmm. Joe wasn't spooky enough, apparently. No, but like it was, that was technically the start of spooky season. Yeah. So, yeah. That... So, Katie, how are you? What's up? What's going on? Tell me things. I'm really cold. Oh, it's freezing today. Like today just has gone, like started so cold that the afternoon was fine. The evening was grand. I'm frozen now. Like, I actually have a blanket on me. <laughs> like, I'm freezing. And uh, I'm real tired. And, like, I'm not getting sick. But you know that feeling when you feel like you're getting sick? Yeah. But, like, I don't feel sick. I think I'm just tired. Like, but I'm so cold. It's unbelievable. Like, you might hear me go... I I can't help it if it happens. It happens, so I'm sorry now. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I'm good. Yeah, I'm just chilling, to be honest. Mm. Um, yeah, we have an exciting day ahead of us tomorrow. Ah, uh, yes, we do. So, we had an exciting weekend, and now another exciting weekend. I know. Look at us go. Mm. Don't see each other for months, and then mm. like three times in the span of a week. Proud of us. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Proud, proud, proud. But uh, yeah, no, other than that, I'm fine. How are you? I'm grand. I'm tired. That's oh, really so I'm absolutely exhausted. It's not even funny. No, I feel it. I really feel it. I do. Yeah. But um, yeah, other than that, I'm fine. We do have a big day ahead tomorrow um, because <laughs> Eras Tour movie is coming out. So <laughs> me and Susie. Yeah. Uh, we'll be there and then Katie's joining us for Swift again. <laughs> Yeah, so Evan and Susie are going to see the Eras tour and I'm meeting them in the cinema at nine o'clock or whatever it's over. And then we're going to Swift again. <laughs> I'm so excited. I cannot wait for the transfer to begin. Oh, Evan, I don't want it to begin. <laughs> you could have just said no. <laughs> No, but I wanted you and Susie to meet, and I yeah, want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I want to be there, so um, it's happening. But uh, <laughs> but there's somebody else coming with us who's not the biggest Taylor fan, so <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> so Kira will be my Kira will be my friend tomorrow. Mm. <laughs> Anyway, let's crack on with some pop news. Okay, so not a lot happening in Celebland recently. Um, what was I think the... there is. I think there is, I don't know. I only have two things here, so I'll just, I'll just okay. pass through them. So first one. So this morning has been under fire earlier this year uh, since the Philip Schofield incident. But it looks like another host has decided to say goodnight to this morning. After 14 years, Holly Willoughby has decided to leave this morning, the This Morning Show, uh, follow, following a very serious incident uh, with an alleged stalker. 
taking to her Instagram, Holly said, I have left ITV now that today that after 14 years, I will not be returning to this morning. To everyone who has ever worked on the show over the years, thank you so much. This is such a difficult goodbye. You are incredible and I forever will be proud of what we've done together. Thank you to everyone at ITV for being supportive. To every guest who has sat on our sofa, thank you. Most of all, thank you to our the wonderful viewers. You've been so loyal, so supportive from and the very best company every day. Richard and Judy said, We only look after this show. It will always be it will always belong to the viewers. It's been an honor to just be a part of its story. And now this story has many chapters left to go. Sadly, however, I now feel I have to make a decision for me and my family. I will miss you all so much, Holly. Yeah. Aww. It's sad. Like, yeah. not that I was the biggest This Morning fan, but like I would have, my mom would watch it and I would have watched it a bit. Like, and like, I don't know if we all know, but like I did used to really like like Philip Schofield. Like I used to <laughs> think he was funny. Yeah. Whatever. And then all the stuff came out and I was like, oh, somebody else is letting my, me down. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, like what Holly's gone through was really horrible and really difficult. And like even my mom was like, oh, this is just like, <laughs> they were, like everyone thought, this is like a social media stunt. Yeah. Somebody like I read a comment and someone was like, oh, I wonder when her book is out. <laughs> and it's awful. Like it's so bad because it is a very serious incident. What happened? Yeah. Like, yeah. But um, like the fact that she's actually leaving the show now just speaks volumes. Yeah, honestly. Uh, do you think ITV are going to keep her on for Dancing on Ice? I think they'll keep her on, but I don't know if she'll stay on. But is is dancing on ice? Does she not do strictly? No. No. Oh, it's dancing on ice. I think they would keep her, but I don't know if she'll take it. Yeah. We could have two new hosts coming. I don't even watch dancing on ice. So. Oh, uh, I take over in this morning though. I dabble in dancing on ice. There's rumors about Laura Whitmore doing it. No, I couldn't see her doing that now. Uh, Alison Hammond and Dermot do it, and then Rochelle and Marvin do it. They might offer Alison, like, a full-time spot. Yeah. I hope they do. I like Alison Hammond. Yeah, I do like Alison Hammond, but I love Rochelle and Marvin. Isn't there an Irish fella that's just be on it sometimes? I who are you thinking of? Uh, I don't know his name. Like, I'm so sorry, Mr. Irishman. But, like, I really think they do have, like, an Irish fella on it sometimes. Like, a young Irish fella, not, like, Eamon Holmes. I don't no, even claim Eamon him Eamon Holmes problematic favorite of mine. Yeah. Um, yeah, he does a... May 2022, he appeared twice as a guest presenter on the show alongside Alison Hammond. I think he'd be really good. Okay. Well, we'll have to wait and see for that. Yeah. Uh, so next up on the other headline, um, Jada tells all. So Jada Pinkett Smith has continued to shock us over the years from admissions of entanglements, red table talk interviews and all around just erratic behavior. Jada has decided to talk to People magazine in a tell all interview. She comments on the infamous Oscar slap, admitting to thinking that it was all a skit, saying uh, there's no way that will hit him. It was just. It wasn't until Will started to walk back to his chair that I even realized that it wasn't a skit. 
Following that, Jada made a shocking revelation about Chris Rock, saying that he asked her out one summer after divorce rumours surfaced. She said, he called me and basically he was like, I'd love to take you out. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, well, aren't you and Will getting a divorce? I was like, no, Chris, those are just rumours. He was he was appalled and he profusely apologised. And that was that. The biggest shock of all, uh, of course, involves her husband, Will Smith. Jada told the magazine that her and Will have been separated for the past seven years now. Yeah. Like... I'm not shocked by Atten anymore. Oh, well, there's the separation. Yeah, but like, like, maybe they're just not like in love anymore, but still love you. What, like, and you like, think about like all the big deal they made about like family and entanglements and all this bollocks. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Like, at this point, I'm just kind of, like, over it. I'm like, I'm like, oh, whatever. Do what you want. Be engaged. Be don't engage. Be whatever. Divorce. Don't divorce. Stay together in a loveless marriage if you want. I don't care. Mm. Um, It's just, uh, like, I don't know. Not that I'm saying it's a publicity stunt, but it's just, like, first of all, we don't need to know. Yeah, we don't need to know. Like, we don't, there was no one that was like, I need to know if they're, like, in love. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just strange. Like, and then if they're separated, does that mean they're dating other people? And if that means they're dating other people, does that mean she technically didn't cheat on them then? Because if that was in the last seven years. Yeah. That's that's where I'm coming from with that. I'm like, okay. Yeah. What was all this image shit for, really, then? Yeah. It was just to get people talking, just for money. Red Table Talk interviews, I'm just like, oh, stop being cringe. It's just to get clout, like, genuinely, at this point. Wasn't there something about Jaden Smith? Wasn't he in the news this week? Uh, I don't think so. I haven't heard anything. Or maybe it was Jada. Jada. Yeah. Um, Jaden Smith. News this week. Um. Yeah, no, it was Jade. Mm. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't get bollocks to be honest. Yeah. Like not, not in a bad way. Like just in a like. I have enough to be worrying about than worrying about Jade and Will Smith. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that is fair. There's March life. I'm actually more invested in Taylor Swift and her fella than um, them two. <laughs> Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Is it Celts or Kelsey? I thought it was Kelsey, huh? I don't know. <laughs> I know who you mean. Like it's grand. Yeah. Um, I actually, I actually don't know. Like, but I thought, it was, I just thought it was Celts, but it could be Kelsey. Um. Speaking of Taylor Swift, though, mm-hmm. her and Beyonce. Uh, iconic. <laughs> I can get behind that. Like, <laughs> I'm 100% here for that. <laughs> uh, so am I. That is getting me hyped for the Aeros Tour film out tomorrow. Um... <laughs> you are excited for that. 
I can but we're not talking about the Eras tour, but I well I constantly am twenty four seven. But yeah, Katie, yeah. what are we talking about this week? Well, guys, it's officially my favorite time of the year, autumn. And spooky season is upon us, which is a special time for most people, especially as we get some of the best episodes of our fave shows slash franchises. And this week is no different. So please, everyone, join us for the Treehouse of Horror. (laughs) So, Evan, what is your history with the Treehouse of Horror episodes from The Simpsons? Oh, well, they've just always been iconic haven't they mm-hmm. they've just always been on around this time of year and i remember watching them on like sky one like and i remember halloween they'd they'd roll them out the entire day and yeah yeah i've just always loved them and they've always been just like some of the best episodes of the simpsons in my opinion because it's just so out of the box and wild but yeah mm-hmm. uh always just been a thing in in simpsons and i love the simpsons so yeah, that's my history with the Treehouse of Horror. What's your history with the Treehouse of Horror? Mine's very similar. I remember watching them as a child, specifically on RTE2 at mm-hmm. six o'clock. And yeah, I just, they're some of the most memorable episodes to me. Mm-hmm. And I love them and I have no more to say other than I just, my history is me watching them as a child. Yeah, so we picked a few, we picked six episodes, so we picked... Three so far, one, two, uh, seven. Sorry, these are all in mm. Roman numerals, by the way. Seven, sixteen, twenty-two. Having a clue, I don't know Roman numerals. And twenty-six. Yeah, twenty-two or twenty-six. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's get into it. So we're gonna do switch it up, do a little mini. We're gonna do one by one mini recaps. Um, so Katie, we're covering the first three as a far episode. Do you want to do a little mini introduction? Me do the introduction. No, I'll just do it. Oh, I thought you said, do you want to do it? I was like, I'm not prepared for that. Yeah, so this is the very first Treehouse of Horror. Um, okay. I was going to get the date it aired, but we'll talk about that in a second. Okay. This is the very first Treehouse of Horror. Um, so this comprises of three sketches from mm-hmm. The Simpsons. So Bart and Lisa, this is, it essentially starts with Bart and Lisa telling scary stories in the Treehouse. The three sketches in question are Bad Dream House, Hungry of the Damned, and The Raven. So the first one being Bad Dream House is a parody of the Amityville Horror. Um, the Simpsons move into their house with a lot of strange goings on. Everyone wants to leave and Homer wants to stay. Everyone nearly kills each other before uh, marriage stops it. The house is built on an ancient Indian, Indian burial ground. Marriage loses it with the house. The house ends up destroying itself, deciding to uh, end its own life uh, instead of living with the Simpsons. The second sketch... Hungry are the damned. Kang and Kodos abduct the Simpsons and Lisa begins to wonder if they are trying to eat them. Lisa thinks they are trying to cook them, but they just want to cook for them. The final sketch, The Raven, is based on the story by Edgar Allan Poe. Bart as the Raven seems to torment Homer's take on the classic Poe character as terror fills the room. So let's discuss the very first Treehouse of Horror. Let's discuss it. How do you feel watching it back? Oh, this I can I forgot this was the first one. Yeah, I did too. I actually did. I felt like it was more like way more into the episodes than mm-hmm. it was. It was on mm-hmm. the second season. Yeah. But it was the first three has so far. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so iconic. 
it's probably one of the best and I think it's just because it kicked it off like not probably like writing wise or anything but just like probably nostalgia again here I go I'm a just nostalgic person but I think it's one of the best um yeah nostalgia wise yeah definitely uh like it is just the first one it's got some uh, it's got the three most not the three most iconic but three of the most iconic sketches in Treehouse of Horror history and we know why it's called Treehouse of Horror because it starts with the two kids telling horror stories, stories in the treehouse did you only come to that revelation when you were watching the back no for years oh. I wondered why they called it that and then I think I watched the episode when I was in a teenager and I was like oh this is why it's called that yeah yeah no that's fair um I did I did cop that like early on pat on the back because usually I'm really slow and stuff <laughs> like that. but like I have a hot take just about the name of it. Yeah. I think it should be called the Treehouse of Terror. I just... That's a better name, I think, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Simpsons writers get on to me. <laughs> Mac Raining. <laughs> I can help. I can help. <laughs> no, <laughs> But, like, even when I was in my notes, like, I knew it was Treehouse of Horror, obviously. I've been watching them. I've been, like, like you've sent me stuff like that. And I've been googling and stuff but like when I was writing in my notes earlier I was like Treehouse of Terror and I was like wait no that's not what it's called I was like but it's a better name are you thinking of Terror of Terror probably but it just Treehouse of Terror just suits better yeah no it does I don't know maybe there's some copyright there and maybe they couldn't call it that but um maybe 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 I don't know but yeah this is I mean I have a little fungo pop of Bart as the Raven you do which is just the cutest thing in, in life and is just one of my absolute favorites. Um, it's just. Uh, do you have a favorite one from this episode? A favorite sketch? Yes, the hungry out of damned is my favorite one. Um, or is that is that even the name of that one? Hungry, always, hungry out of the damned. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my favorite one. Anything to do with the aliens in the Simpsons are my favorite episode ever. Yeah, they never fell up until the Treehouse of Horror, really. Oh, there's any episode is, yeah, CG Treehouse of Horror is there. And there are like one or two normal ones, I think, though. I think so. They do. They they crop up every now and then. But, um, oh, so good. I just love them so much. Ganging Godos, yeah, they are. And iconic. we'll probably get more into them later. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, so, obviously, I've got to go with the Raven on this one. <laughs> yeah, well, you do have a Funko Pop, and okay. I love Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna yes. go around with this. I suppose so, Edgar Allan um... Poe is all Roy. He's <laughs> <laughs> no Anna Todd. She wrote after. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> so, do you have any more to say on the very first Trias of Horror? Um, I have nothing more to say other than it was iconic. And it definitely set the tone for the rest of the episodes that we're going to be talking about. Kicked it all off. So we're going to put the very first Trees of Horror on our spooky scale. Rank it out of five based on how much we like it. And it's spooky place in pop culture. Katie, out of five, mm-hmm. what do you give the very first Trees of Horror? Um, Solid four. Yeah. Like steel solid four. Mm-hmm. It's... When I was a child, it was scary. 
Yeah. Like one day we're all picking up the knives and walking around the house and ooh. Um there's so many good lines in it as well though. Marge is just like drop them and they were like, Sorry mom. <laughs> so funny. Evermore. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, solid four. When I was a child it was spooky as heck. Now it's not that spooky. Oh, you know, I've grown up. But yeah. four. What about you? Well, I don't want to give it a full five. It is the very first one. Um, so it's not the best one, but I'll, I'll give it a four as well. Again, just kicked yeah. it off and it only kind of grew from there. Yeah, and it's still a good episode. Yeah, it is. The first one. It is amazing. But uh, mm-hmm. if I could give one of the sketches a five, The Raven. There we go. <laughs> okay. Okay, so next up, we're going to move on to Trios of Horror number two. So... The Simpsons have an eventful Halloween and eat too much candy. Uh, there are three sketches involved in this. So the first is Lee, and they all end up having bad dreams. Sorry, I left that out. There are three sketches involved in this, as per the last one. Uh, so the first one is Lisa's dream. So Lisa dreams that Homer buys a monkey hand in Morocco that grants wishes. Maggie gets the first wish and wishes for a brand new pacifier. Bart wishes for fame and wealth for the Simpsons. Lisa wishes for world peace. And Homer wishes for a turkey sandwich. Homer gives uh, Ned the monkey paw and it resets for him. The second sketch is Bart's dream. Bart is basically in charge of Springfield and everyone is afraid of him. Marge gets sick of sick of Bart's antics and takes him to a child psychologist. Uh, Homer's dream. Uh, Mr. Burns fires Homer for sleeping on the job, but also has another plan. After Homer gets a job as a grave digger, Mr. Burns kidnaps him and places his brain inside a robot. So that's a mini recap of Trias of Horror number two. So let's get into a discussion. A discussion. I remember the monkey hand one. The other two I didn't remember. Do you know what's funny? I'm the same. Like, there's so... Because we had this realisation when we were watching... Uh, when we started to watch the episodes. We forgot that they were three minisodes in one episode. Yeah. Didn't we? Yeah. For the most part, like both of us. And I was like, oh my God, yeah, I forgot that there's different because they don't really like, sometimes they do, but sometimes they don't like tell oh, you yeah. that it's, it's different then and it just goes into a straight new storyline Yeah, because it's kind of like the kids are just talking and saying the story back or whatever. So it doesn't really tell you, tell you, like you kind of have to have a bit more like awareness about it that it actually changes mm-hmm. um, unless it's very obvious. So it like that I remember the monkey's paw very, very vivid, but the other two are like, I didn't even remember they were like Treehouse of Horror episodes. Yeah, yeah, same. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I like, once I started watching, I was like, oh yeah, like this happens with me with Simpsons all the time. Like I, I'm like, I'd be watching Simpsons, right? And I'm like, oh, that's like the episode where blah, blah happens. And then it's actually the episode that I'm thinking <laughs> of. And it happens so like every time I watch it, that happens. So mm. um I didn't really like this episode as much, this tree house of horror. Neither was I. I wasn't mad about it. It didn't engage me. Yeah, I just wasn't as fun, I don't think. Yeah, it just kinda like you know like <laughs> I don't want to say troubleshooty because that's what the force one probably would have been. But yeah, I just, I agree. I don't think it has as much fun with it. Yeah. 
mean, now the first one they put a lot of work into, I feel like they didn't really put as much work into this. Yeah. Maybe they were just like, ah, it's grand, like. Yeah, but even then, the like, outlet. the only sketch I remember is the monkey hand one. Even after watching it, I can't really tell you anything else, despite having recapped it, anything else that happens in the other two. Yeah. I'm kind of the same. I I know that the the last bit of the if I only had a brain, mm. um, I remember like snippets of that, but like I wouldn't be able to go into major detail of it. Yeah. But the one in the middle, I'm like I can't remember at all. That's so bad. I know, Jesus. It's just, but then I'd be watching it like in about four months time or something watch just because like randomly and I'll be like yeah. oh yeah do you remember that so bad yeah I wasn't mad about this one now mm. so let's put three as of horror number two on mm-hmm. the spooky scale rank again ranking out of five based on its place within three as of horror pop culture in actual pop culture and how spooky it is Katie what do you have three as of horror number two I'm gonna give it two and a half yeah like it wasn't unreal i'm not going to give it lower than that like mm-hmm. it's just in the middle yeah it's not terrible mm-hmm. it's just not memorable yeah so it's good though like it's fine yeah again i give it two and a half as well it's fine it's mid exactly it's so mid yeah we'll just we'll give it two and a half and move on, talk about Trios of Horror number seven. Mm. So this, uh, similar to the other ones, contains three sketches, The Thing and I, The Genesis Tub, and Citizen Kang. So The Thing and I, Bert and Lisa wake up hearing a noise in the attic when they ask their parents about this, uh, they're never to go up there. So when left alone, Bert, Lisa, and Maggie discover what their parents have been hiding. It turns out Bert has an evil twin, Hugo, and he's gotten loose. Uh, after everyone leaves, Bert is left alone, or is he? Hugo ties Bart up and plans to put them back together. The Genesis tub. Uh, Lisa is working on a science project and after Bart shocks her, Lisa accidentally electrocutes her baby tooth and under the microscope, see she has created an entire existence. Lisa's society continues to grow and evolve until Bart decides to be a menace and they declare war. So Queen Lisa is brought into the world and they question everything, leaving Bart to collect the science fair prize. Citizen Kang. Homer is peacefully trying to finish, uh, is trying to finish, sorry, <clears throat> Homer is peacefully trying to finish that, uh, that is until he's abducted by Kang and Kodos. Kang and Kodos decide to take uh, on the US and impersonate Bill Clinton and Bob Dole. Homer runs home to tell his family, but they don't believe him. Homer tries to stop the madness, but no one, again, no one believes him. After encouraging their spaceship, uh, encountering his spa- their spaceship yet again, Homer tries to make it right, but send the real Bill Clinton and Bob Dole into space. After crashing into the capital, Homer finally puts the aliens and President Kang, and President Kang ends up elected. Mm-hmm. So let's discuss three as of horror at number seven. The Thing and I is one of my favorite Simpsons episodes ever. 100% yes. <laughs> and I remember that like being so creepy when I was younger. You know the way they hear like the little like scuttling around and they're like, they're like, and they're like shadows, not oh, so creepy. <laughs> um, it's just such a good episode. Oh, it is so good. And I really like when they play like on the kids in different forms. Yeah. 
and stuff like that like you know because like obviously his twin separated at birth and then they hid him away because he was a monster or whatever 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 um I just I think it was so so good and then um the Genesis tub I actually really liked that I will say do you I yeah I thought it was quite quite cool yeah I suppose Lisa is my little science queen I guess <laughs> um which is funny because I do usually I would prefer a more Lisa centric episode anyway. Yeah. Um, and then Citizen Kang. Yeah, <laughs> you have to give it to Ben. That was amazing. Excellent, excellent <laughs> work. They definitely picked it back up. Was this? Did you say seven? Yeah. It's not a vii. Five, six, seven. Oh. Yeah. All right, okay. I'm really bad at rounding. Oh, it was season eight. Sorry, hmm. it was season eight episode. Sorry, like see now, Roman numerals really like mess with me. Yeah, but uh, I just wanted to double check that because my it was racking my head. <laughs> um, but what do you think? Do you have anything to say? I think actually this is a really really good one. Um, I the thing and I is iconic. Hugo, I want more of him. I think the Genesis sub, despite you not being mad about it, I actually think it's quite good. No, it's not like it is good. Yeah. I didn't say it was bad. Like it's just that it wasn't my favorite out of the trio. Mm-hmm. You get me? Yeah. But um, which is funny because I usually would prefer a more least centric episode. But like, that's fine. And then yeah, um. Where's it gone? Citizen Kang. Citizen Kang when they're holding hands as Bob Joel and Bill Clinton. <laughs> Funniest moment ever. <laughs> it is very funny. It is. I love the Simpsons for that. They always try they always do something like that and it's so, so good. And it's crazy because that came out nearly like twenty seven years ago. Oh my god. That came out in nineteen ninety six. Oh my god. Oh, Babies. <laughs> literal, <laughs> literal babies. I was You're like... A, that means you were alive for Clinton's presidency. <laughs> yeah, I was like 24 days old. <laughs> it came out on October 27th. I was four days old. 24 <laughs> days old, sorry. You were four days old? 24, I meant. <laughs> yeah, well, you were a few months old. You were probably sitting up. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to get Botox, Katie. Stop it! <laughs> oh, would you stop? <laughs> You're as fresh as a daisy. Okay, so let's put Tree as a Horror at number seven on our spooky scale. Katie, out of five, how spooky is Tree as a Horror at number seven in your opinion? Oh, I have to give it another four. Mm-hmm. Solid four. Yeah. All the episodes work. None of them are bad. Some of them non-preferable for me. It is uh the Genesis tub, but like mm-hmm. it's still not bad. Um, but just for the thing and I and Citizen Kang alone, well, Chef's Kiss, solid four. What are you putting on? I'm gonna give it a four as well. Solid four. I think it's a very very strong one, and I love all the sketches. And you can't go wrong with a take on Clinton's presidency, an evil twin, and a society created by a baby tooth. 
But you know what? Hugo for president. Hugo for president. Anyway, let's move on. We're going to talk about Tree of Horror number 16. So this is, again, Tree Sketches, Bird Official Intelligence, Survival of the Fattest, and I've grown a costume on your face. A, co- a custom, a costume, sorry, to your face, on your face, whatever. Um, First sketch, Bird Official Intelligence. Uh, Bart attempts to jump into a pool from a third story window and ends up in hospital. So Bart's in a coma and Dr. Hibbert suggests they take on a robot child. Bart's robot replacement, David, wins the family over just in time for him to wake up from his coma. Bart decides to live alongside David, but it proves to be a problem. Bart tries to end David, but he ends he ends up in a mutant peacock exhibit. Homer abandons Bart in the woods and he meets a number of robots. He, uh, he steals the robot parts and seeks revenge. David is over. The Simpsons are back together, except for Homer, who now has possesses David's legs. And turns out this was all Homer's dream as he was being possessed by the devil. Uh, survival of the fattest, the second sketch. So Homer gets invited to a hunting party at Mr. Burns mansion. Homer heads to a party, but it's out. Uh, but it's uh, sorry. Homer heads to a party, but it, they're not they're not hunting. They are, in fact, being hunted. The hunt is being televised and Mr. Burns has pulled out all the moves. Homer tricks Mr. Burns with the body of Barney until he falls out of the tree. This may be the end of Homer until marriage ends the hunting game with two frying pans. I've grown a costume on your face. The Springfield costume contest is underway and a real life witch ends up winning it. After her real identity is revealed, she casts a spell to turn them into their costumes. Everyone is living their lives as their costumes, including Maggie, who is now a real life witch. So after everyone pleads with her to turn to turn them back, she turns them into her favorite thing ever. The the thing she loves the most, her pacifier. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about Trios of Horror number 16. Survival of the Fattest is my favorite episode from this and the only one that I really remember, like remembered fully. Yeah. Oh, I loved that one. It's kind of like the Hunger something Games. And I can't think of what. The Hunger Games. Yes. Yes, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Literally, it's like the Hunger Games, but mm-hmm. Simpsons and how many years in the difference when the Hunger Games come out? 2012. Well, the movie came out in 2012. Well, this was 2005, baby. <laughs> so, yeah. um, It's literally like the Hunger Games. Uh, the AI, that's kind of, oh. sorry, so the BI, artificial intelligence. Yeah. That is like kind of scary. Simpsons prediction. There's a Simpsons oh. predict collection on Disney Plus. If you guys ever want to look at that. So the Simpsons predicts a lot, and it's kind of like, is mm-hmm. it because life imitates art, or art imitates life? And uh, I don't know, but they Question. predict mm-hmm. a lot, and it kind of scares me because I'm just kind of scared about like life and stuff. Uh, <laughs> And not to get too deep. <laughs> look, uh, anyone that knows me knows. Okay, mm-hmm. we actually had a, a therapy session on lunch break and work today. It was very, very healing. Um, I won't lie, and I just had to put that out there. But the BI, artificial intelligence, it's not that it's accurate. Like it wouldn't happen. <laughs> and obviously, <laughs> the Homer was being possessed by the devil. So you know, but. It's just kind of creepy because of the predictions. It's like, will it happen one day? Yeah. Mm. Do you get me? And then I've grown a costume on your face. Right. That's an entire episode of Buffy, I will say. 
Yeah, yeah. That does. That's a Halloween episode of Buffy. Like, I love Maggie as a character, but I don't like Maggie-centric episodes. <laughs> yeah, there's not much to work with, like. I know, and I know this is a minisode. Like, it's not an actual episode, like, it's three minisodes into one episode. But I just think, yeah, it's just, they could have done so much more with that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that felt very rushed. Yeah, they probably just were like, oh, we have to do something with Maggie. <laughs> and then they're like, what do we do with a child who only sucks a password? <laughs> oh, we'll make everyone into the password. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> what else are you going to wish for? Or not wish for, cast a spell about. True. But she could have, like, turned them all into marriage or something. <laughs> That's her mom. That's her favourite. And then we would have gotten a, a completely different show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would have been my new favourite. <laughs> yeah, it would have been. Mm. We do. We stand martyr here, though. Yeah. Yeah, Survival of the Fattest is my favourite as well. Yeah, I love it. It's so, so funny. And, <laughs> oh, it's so, like... Hunger Games esque before Hunger Ooh. Games. Well, it probably was a top, but reminds me of another film I watched recently, Ready or Not. Very I, good. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, you wouldn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's essentially like she gets married and she goes to like this the the guy she marries is part of this like rich dynasty family. Oh, and so they it's... play like hide and seek and they like are hunting her and it's really it's it's along those lines. They it was a trailer in cinema for a while, wasn't it? Like in most movies. No, I meant recently. Like in the past two years. <laughs> 2019. 2019? Yeah, I know. Mad. No. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought I remembered that real recently. <laughs> what, what am I thinking of? I don't know. I don't, don't know. ask. Don't ask. Because we'll we'll just get into a weird rabbit hole. Um. Yeah, I do like the marriage knocking them out with a frying pan, like the one in each hand. Yeah, that was epic. Survival <laughs> of the fans. And um, then when she hits Homer for being away from home, <laughs> like, it's just it's funny. Mm. Um, did you remember the um? The love scene after that, though. No, I was like, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, but they do that a lot in The Simpsons. Yeah, well, I, I mean, kids watch, kids still watch The Simpsons. I don't think yeah. society's caught up to the fact that it's not 100% for kids all the time. We So, like, I grew up on The Simpsons. We've been through this. I've been watching it since a very, very way too young age. But we were watching it with Kevin's nephew. He was, like, seven the other day. And I was kind of like... I don't want to watch this with him. <laughs> like, this is, like, I know he doesn't fully understand, like, everything, but, like, there's even just some words and all that. I'm like, I don't want you to hear. Like, I don't want you to question me on this. Yeah. <laughs> this makes me a bit uncomfy. Does. <laughs> okay, well, let's put Trias of Horror, this is 16, yeah, 16 on our spooky scale. So, Katie, what do you give Trias of Horror number 16? I'm going to give this one a three and a half. Mm-hmm. Like, 
as I said, I love it. I like I've liked all the I've grown a costume on your face kind of threw it off for me. Mm-hmm. But BI, artificial intelligence, and survival of the fattest are really, really good. And yeah. Trina. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a three. Similar reasons. Uh BI, artificial intelligence, survival of the fattest, amazing. I've grown a costume on your face. I would skip that one. Just watch the Buffy episode. That's very good. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think it's very good and uh, just very reminiscent of other projects. And also, we're living in the age of AI. So, you know. That's what I mean. Yeah, it's it's freaky. So I'm giving it a three for that reason. <laughs> okay, fair. So next up, we have Trias of Horror. Sorry, I have to check what number <laughs> this is. Uh, 22. Um, 22. Tree has a far number 22. So, uh, the three sketches of this are the diving bell and the butterball, dial mm-hmm. D for diddly, and in the Navi. So, um, the first one Homer wakes up paralyzed after being bitten by a spider. So, after trying to cure his boredom, Lisa discovers Homer can, Homer can communicate by farting, and then Homer discovers he has spidey powers and saves the day. Dial D for diddly. Ned Flanders has always spread the word of God, but something seems different in this episode. Ned believes that God is telling him to murder people, his first victim being Mr. Burns. He kills Snake. Patty and Selma are next in the Looney Tunes-style murder. Plot twist, Homer has been using a voice filter to trick Ned into murdering. Bart walks in, the truth is out. Ned busts into the Simpsons' house. Homer burns the Bible, which enrages the real God. Marge walks in and turns out the devil has more involvement than we thought. And turns out the devil's also sleeping with Maud. In the Navi, uh, in this Avatar-inspired sketch, the army... Uh, needs to send someone to live amongst the Navi. Barrett, playing the role of Sam, enters the realm as Kang and Kodos-style aliens. Alien Barrett tries to eat a banana and meets Kampala. Barrett and Kampala mate in a weird way and end up in watching end up watching the moons together. Barrett nearly lets it slip that he's from Earth and Kamala ends up pregnant. Uh, they find this hilarious and Milhouse lets it slip that Kamala um Kamala produces the chemical they're looking for. A war breaks out and Bart comes clean as a double agent. Kamala also has space warts that she got from Millhouse. And the war comes to an end and the Navi end up winning. So let's discuss Trios of Horror number 22. Ah, I love this one. But I only really love In the Navi. Really? Because I don't like that one at all. Do you not? No, I love Dial D for Diddly. (laughs) Yeah, I I can see I can see it not I can see it like in that one, mm-hmm. but like <laughs> I can as in because it's just so like outlandish. Yeah, and I just feel like that's what makes you like giggle. <laughs> it's like outlandish. <laughs> yeah, no, I really like it. Do you not think in the Navi? I thought I thought it was a bit inappropriate. I was like, okay, hold on, these these characters are kids. Yeah, but like. It, yeah, no, I know, but it's intended for adults. And look, I know what you mean, like, but, like, they're cartoon characters. Do you know what I mean? I, I understand, but... I can, like, I, I know like, what, I, what I'm trying to say. Um, What I'm trying to say isn't translating, like, the way... Help. I feel like I'm digging myself in a hole. I don't know what you're trying to say. <laughs> it it translates differently when it's... No, like, as in, they're, like, 
they're not real kids. Yeah. And I know it makes you feel like like I've said it before, (laughs) as we know, from when I was like, it's just weird because they're teenagers. But like, that's because it's real teenagers playing teenagers. These are drawings. get me you're bringing this back i'm not gonna go there with you but you're bringing it back no i'm not i'm not trying to slander that i'm just i'm just saying that like if if it was real kids suspend your disbelief is what you're saying yeah like it was if it was real like people playing this storyline i'd be like that it it would get away it's drawings drawn by adults voiced by adults kids shouldn't be watching it yeah, realistically. So, there's not too much. Um, there's not too much, like. <laughs> You're just shaking your head. I, I'm trying to think. Like, I actually can't remember what I was trying to say. Did you think the diving bell on the border ball was funny? No. No, neither did I. Did you not go? I'm glad about that. Because I was, was like, you didn't like, even try, lads. <laughs> it's a bit they, I, like, Do you think they were just ones they had it in the bag and they were like, oh, fuck, can't think about it and just throw that one in? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. So, yeah, you like in the I loved LD for Diddley. And I'm just like... <laughs> but also, like, Ned, like, you're so easily led <laughs> Like, I know Ned is really the poor little character that's just um not preyed on. That's so bad, but like they're just like ah let's let's make fun of Ned in this episode. Yeah, <laughs> Ned is the sexiest character. Oh my god, such a daddy! <laughs> I'm not gonna repeat those words, but yes, <laughs> you look behind you. There's someone could hear me. No, I have headphones. Yeah, on. I know. That's what I was about to say. No, I thought I heard the door open, but obviously I have the camera and I was like, I don't <laughs> see it open. So I was just like, Dial D for daddy. Oh my God, stop. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Evan has um removed himself. <laughs> From the screen. Are you funny? Are you? <laughs> that was a nod. I got a nod back to me asking Evan if he's. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can't say that wasn't funny now. <laughs> yeah, it was very good. It was, it was very, very good. Well done. Very good. Yeah. Do you have anything else to say on this episode? Um, no. Uh, me either. Uh, let's put Trace of Horror number 22 on the spooky scale. Uh, Katie, out of five, what do you give this? I think I'm going to give another two and a half. Yeah. Like, it wasn't amazing, like, but it wasn't crap either. It just, mm-hmm. as we said, we feel like they just, like, plucked some of these out of the bag and were like, ah, they've been in the vault for a while. Throw them out. Hmm. Did you get me? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give it a two. 
uh, purely the only yeah. one I liked is Dial D for Diddly, and that's about it. Yeah, D for Daddy. <laughs> you finally said it. Of course I did. It was funny. It was funny. Like, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Pat on the back. Pat on the back. So our final one that we're talking about uh, on this Trias of Horror episode is Trias of Horror 26. So the three sketches are Wanted Dead, Then Alive, Homerzilla, and Telepaths of Glory. So the first one, Wanted Dead and Alive, Bart gets a text to go to the music room and he's reunited with Sideshow Bob. Sideshow Bob finally kills Bart and hides him at his house. Homer and Santa's little helper show up looking for Bart. Sideshow uh, Bob gets a job at Springfield University and heads to the ver- various apartments to bring Bart back to life. Bob kills Bart again and again and again. Santa's little helper and needs to finally find Bart. The Simpsons show up and bring Bart back. Homer finally kills Bob and Bart decides to bring him back as a chicken moose man. Hmm. Homerzilla, the second sketch, in this Japanese version of Springfield, uh, Abe brings food to a mysterious being. Everyone thinks Abe is foolish until Homerzilla turns up. Abe dies, meaning Homerzilla will not be fed. Everyone hears a noise and Homerzilla is alive. Homerzilla is causing destruction and the whole thing turns out to be a movie. Two years later, Zilla is released and it's a flop. Zilla merch is being thrown out and Homerzilla is is awoken and he apparently will return. The final sketch, Telepaths of Glory. Lisa is filming on her camera and Mill's house falls down a hole. Lisa and Bart go down to help Millhouse. The radioactive goop uh, gives them telekinetic powers. They use their powers to benefit themselves. Millhouse goes mad with power. And Maggie secretly takes Millhouse down. So let's discuss this one. Again, not mad on this episode. Uh, Me either. Homer Zilla like... made me very uncomfortable. Which is it? Homer Zilla made me very uncomfortable. Really? Yeah. Why? Because obviously it's obviously if you take a Godzilla which is set in Japan and then the characters are kind of talking in this Japanese way. Yeah, fair. Okay, yeah. Yeah, no. Okay. I understand what makes you comfortable now. Yeah. I thought you were going to say tiny merch. Um, oh. <laughs> this is the one with... Yeah, yeah, it is. I forgot it's, about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, no. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the thing about The Simpsons, is they definitely went too far sometimes. Yeah. But got away with it because it's The Simpsons. Yeah. And they still kind of do that. And also, they did come out, like, fairly a long time ago. So, things were okay. Do you want to say back then? Yeah. Um, But... Like this one came out in 2015, which it kind of wasn't all right to do that. Yeah, in fairness, yeah. But that was the time where wasn't the King Kong and and Godzilla. King Kong versus Godzilla. I think that was 2014, so the year before, yeah. So it was very close to that. So you know, like they shouldn't have done that. Mm. But. They did, yeah. I just, I just don't think it was one of their most iconic episodes. I do like the de- "Wanted Dead Than Alive" episode, though. I do like that, and there's a great quote from Telepathic Glory: uh, "Everything's coming up, Millhouse." It's an yes. amazing, amazing quote. Yeah, but I think "Wanted Dead Than Alive" is great, but um, and I love Sideshow Bob. So anytime he returns, it's really, it's really fun. Yeah, but um, me too. I yeah, like again, it. just. 
kind of thought it was a bit ridiculous. And then the whole commentary about the millennial students, it was just like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. No, it was kind of underwhelming. Yeah. yeah. But um, everything's coming up, Millhouse. It's not just a quote. It's a way of life. <laughs> True. <laughs> like, the amount of times that I say that in, like, everyday life. Yeah. You're having a good day and you're like, everything's coming up, Kate. <laughs> yeah, I, I interject myself into it because, you know. <laughs> I have to. Because I have to. But, uh, yeah, I also do. like And, like, it's funny, like, when people say it and then you look at them and then you both know and it's just funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, this one's not as iconic. But um, Wanted Dead and Alive is good. Homer yeah, said it makes you very that. uncomfortable. Telepathic glory could do without. Um, yeah, we could do without. But without it, we wouldn't have everything's coming up in the house. Yeah, they could have written it in somewhere else. But, you know, something good <laughs> has to come out of something not so great. True, 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 true. So let's I put uh, three out of four number 26 on our spooky scale, ranking it out of five based on how much, uh, based on how much we like it, how spooky it is, you know, the drill. Katie at five, what do you give Trias of Horror number 26? One and a half. Yeah. I'm really not feeling it. It was definitely my least favourite episode out of all five that we watched. Mm-hmm. It was just like, eh. I could live without it. Yeah. What, what do you give it? Like, I actually have nothing else to say. It's just so, yeah. It's just me. Uh, yeah, now I'm going to go, I'm going to get one and a half as well. Yeah. Yeah. Just the only thing I really liked was Side of Bob. I love Sideshow Bob. I love Sideshow Bob. Oh, I just, I could just watch, I just do a marathon of all the Sideshow Bob episodes. Also, when you were doing that, when you were talking about that episode there and you called him just Bob, I felt very uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie. Why? He's called Bob. His name is Sideshow Bob. Yes, but they call him Bob in the show. Nah, but it's, it's still weird. I also, when I was younger, I used to think his name was Psycho Bob. Okay, that's fair. I can get where you No, it is fair. It's actually really like a really um smart take for me as a child. But probably a smart take for me now, to be honest. But uh yeah, I just when you call him Bob, it's just weird. And I love his tattoo though. Die birthday. <laughs> Stop. Oh What's the episode where he gets married with kids and then they're like family's all psycho? I need to watch that again. You mean the episode where he gets Oh, did I? And they go to Rome or something. I don't know. Is this? Are you not talking about where he gets married to like Patty or Zelma? No, that's a good one as well, though. That is a good one. Yeah. I, I don't know about the one you're he talking about. It's like an Italian woman, and she has, and they have a child together who's like the spit of them. And then. Oh really? No, the child, and then the child keeps screaming, "Vendetta, vendetta!" Oh, I can't remember. Oh, I need to watch that again. That's good. This has just turned into a sideshow, Bob. Uh, Sideshow Bob. Bob, dial D for daddy, Sideshow Bob. Fair, but no, my favorite Sideshow Bob episode is uh, the boat one. <gasps> yes, that's amazing. <laughs> it is like I I can't like it. Um, Sideshow, and that's it. Then he, he jumps out from under the car, and then that's where we get the really famous rake scene. Yes. That's iconic. Every time I'm having a bad day, I'm like, how are you, how are you feeling? I'm like, Sideshow Bob stepping on rakes. So, you know that episode we were talking about there where you were like, where he marries and has a son? Yeah. 
It's called the Italian Bob. Yes, that's it. And then the child's like, Vendetta, Vendetta. Yeah, <laughs> I actually do. When I see the the woman, <laughs> the cartoon, yeah. I remember the episode now. Okay, right. So that was our little discussion all about the trios of handpicked trios of horror episodes. Mm-hmm. So uh, next up, school is in session for this treehouse of horrible quiz. For uh, <laughs> I you're going to say treehouse of horror. I was like, great. Uh, for Katie, uh, ten questions all about the treehouse of horror episodes that we watch. Katie, are you ready? I am ready. So this first one is multiple choice. You'd be glad to know. Um. So, uh. Question one. What is the first line the raven says? Is it, eat my shorts, I carumba, don't have a cow man, or why you little? I carumba? No. Damn it. It's eat my shorts. I was going to say that. And then he continues to say, never more. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your favorite. Okay. So, uh, question two. In Bad Dream House, who stops everyone from killing each other? Marge. She does indeed. Question three. What kind of sandwich does Homer wish for with the monkey paw? A turkey sandwich. It is a turkey sandwich indeed. Question four. What is the name of Bart's evil twin? Hugo. It's Hugo. Question five. What are the names of the aliens who frequently appear in the Trias of Horror episodes? Hang. Yeah. I can't remember the other one. Ah. Ah. Uh... Uh... No. I am actually after forgetting. So Kang is the first one. Yeah. And Kodos is the other one. Ah, uh, yeah. No, I always forget his name. <laughs> always. I can only ever remember Kang. Right. Question six is multiple choice. What scientist is Lisa dressed as when they become their costumes? Is she Stephen Hawking, Albert Einstein, Isaac Newton, or Marie Curie? Einstein? She is Einstein. Yeah, because I remember, like, that's vivid in my brain. I was like, it has to be Einstein because I can yeah. actually picture that. And she does the cutest little accent. I love her. I love Lisa. Okay, so uh, question seven. Who does Ned kill first in Dial D for Diddley? Um, I can give you multiple choice if you want. Yeah, I was going to ask. Is it uh, Paddy, Selma, Mr. Burns or Smithers? Smithers? No, it's Mr. Burns. Damn, I knew it was one of the two. I just, my brain was like, nope. Question eight. Which character makes a return in Trias of Horror 26? Sideshow Bob. Sideshow Bob. Question nine. In the Navi is a parody of which movie? Uh, Avatar. It's Avatar. And question seven. What is the name of the robot boy who replaces Bart? I can't remember. Okay, I can give you a multiple choice. Yeah, sure, go. Joey, Pacey, Matthew, or David? Ah! Pacey. 
No, it's David. Damn. Joey and Pacey are characters from Dawson's Creed. Oh, yeah. Fair. <laughs> so we've done the spooky scale. So we know where we stand with that. We've done the pop mm. quiz. Well done, by the way. Thank you very much. So switching to we're going to move on to what's popping, meaning what we're enjoying in terms of pop culture. Katie, what's popping with you? What is popping with me? Taskmaster is back. That's been pretty good. Yeah. I really like Taskmaster. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very good. The new David Beckham documentary. Yes. Uh, who was it? Carla was on bandwagons with Fanula talking about it. Was she? On the Patreon, yeah. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. I didn't listen, as you know, because I was shocked to hear that. But um, I've only watched one episode so far, but I am into it, and I I know it's popping with me. Mm-hmm. All my regular podcasts, mm-hmm. <laughs> which you know exactly what they are. I made you a book about um, this. <laughs> you made me a book about this. Oh, do you know what? That's popping with me. My the birthday book? present oh, I love that. from Evan, because it's technically uh, pop culture because it's it incorporates about, everything <laughs> it, and this podcast so yeah. guys Evan made me the sweetest book ever <laughs> for my birthday it was all about me because <laughs> I, I obviously love myself no, no it was so sweet and thoughtful and I had all my funny quotes because we all know that's what I love most about myself is my funniness because I think I'm too funny sometimes. Um, and now it was so, so nice. And at the end, I found out that me and everyone are going to see my therapist ghosted me. Yes, we are. So, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, headphone users. Oh. I cannot believe me and me and little old Evan are going to be sitting in the same very large room as Joanna Volk. <laughs> Joanna Vuj. Vuj. <laughs> I'm so excited. No, I actually am. So my my birthday book's popping with me. Ah. Um. That's it, really. To be honest, I haven't done a lot of pop culture in this week. Mm. I really haven't. Mm. Friends, I'm rewatching Friends again. Well, I mean, who isn't? Oh, yeah, we're going to the Friends experience, so perfect timing. Yeah, actually, yeah. And I just always rewatch Friends. Well, that's fair. <laughs> it's just always a rotation for me. Um, What's popping with you? Tell me. Okay, so I watched a movie on Prime Video at the weekend called Totally Killer, uh, which is very good. Okay. Uh, so it's like uh, kind of back to the future horror comedy. So like Kieran and Shifka from Chilling Adventures of Sabrina's in it. Uh, Judy Bowen and uh, Olivia Holt, who you know from Ant Farms in that as well. So that's actually a very good film. I would recommend. I'm literally scrolling through the phone here. Kardashians, Housewives, we know the drill. Um, what else is there? Finish the After series. Um, you did. You did. I did. What? <laughs> so I have to watch the last two movies now at the weekend. Oh, good luck. You can watch them on Saturday when you're hungover. Yeah, I was thinking that. I was like, all right, this is going to be it's gonna be a time and a half. Yeah. Uh, listening to a lot of Madison Beer, Taylor Swift. We all know this. Uh, so because I finished the After series, I started a brand new book last night. And I got... So before I got into bed, I read 15 pages. I am now on page 185. 
Wow. In less than 24 hours. And it's a book called The Housemaid by Frida McFadden. Um, so it's a thriller. So uh, it's about this girl, Millie. She gets out of prison after 10 years. She lies on a resume, gets a job as a live-in housemaid. But her door only locks from the outside. Wow. There's a lot of lot of things going on. You're if you've read this, you more than likely cannot put it down. It's absolutely brilliant. Really? So yeah. So I cannot wait to complete that. So yeah, Vampire Diary still as well. So so many things. Mm-hmm. Uh so Katie, where can people find us? People can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Make It Podcast. You can give us a little rating on Apple Podcasts and you can now comment on Spotify. So please do that because it really helps our ratings. And if any of your family and friends need new podcasts to listen to, they can find us anywhere they get their podcasts. Okay, so that was our official first spooky episode of this season. All about Trias of Horror and you'll hear from us next week. Goodbye.